Hi, and welcome to the MTG Profits Podcast. You're listening in here to episode 36. This podcast, as always, we talk about all things Magic the Gathering, with a special focus on the finance aspect of it. So thinking about what the, the market looks like, buying and selling, and all those different products that get released. As always, I'm joined by my co-host here, Devin. Hey, everybody. And I'm Andy, of course, and uh, we're here to talk about another great week of magic. But I guess before we dive into that, as a reminder, as always, check us out on the web at www.mtgprofits.com. Or if you want to check out the YouTube, go on there and, and check out MTG Profits on YouTube. We've got some things out there, um, bringing you stuff from on the web and uh, always updated on that. So check out the website, though. That's got most of the, the most recent stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Make sure you partake of all that free goodness. You really can't go wrong with free. So absolutely. There's, there's no better deal in this world than free. Exactly. So. <laughs> We're giving you freeness direct to you. Read all about it. Suckle from that juicy content. <laughs> yes. Come drink from it as it overfloweth. <laughs> Think of it as a, as your giant mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can be her baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. But as long as you want on it. We, we don't care. <laughs> I, I, I hear it only takes three months to become awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I, I saw the uh, you sent me a text message earlier. You had received your War of the Spark booster box. I think War of the Spark. Yeah, yeah. I got you mine. Got mine. Uh, we we both um, pre-ordered that way back. What was it? Uh, March. I want to say it was about a month ago. I think the deal was yeah. one of those eBay deals. Uh, was it not like a ten dollars off or ten? Yeah, there was a ten dollar off. Yeah, there was a, an eBay deal, and then plus we we just got it from someone else who was pre-order uh, pre yeah. Um, it was a, a vendor who was selling it ahead of time for pre-order. So yeah, it, it came out to a total of like I don't know seventy-five dollars or so. Seventy-seven. I think it was, uh, was seventy-four something is mm-hmm. is what our what our total end exactly. cost turned out to be, and um, we had uh, you know I'm looking at it now. I may actually flip this little boy while uh, while the hype is so prime. So. Uh, I don't know if you see if you've seen online, but the uh, they're selling for 119 dollars right now. Okay. So for booster boxes in hand and uh, ready ready to ship. So the, the hype is real, people. So um, yeah, I see that about okay. yeah 119, 118. Yep. So that'd be a quick a quick couple of bucks. So yeah, that's if, not uh, too shabby. You know, at 170, if we round to 175, and then round the sales price to. Well, figure one eighteen, six bucks to ship the booster. So try to figure the out. So one twelve, with or uh, eBay is gonna keep uh, another twelve bucks from you. So it'd be a twelve, so minus twenty. So basically, you get about what, thirty bucks, twenty, so twenty something bucks. One eighteen minus twenty, so ninety eight bucks. So yeah, like twenty five bucks. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> so, it does seem a decent amount of work, but if it was for an for easy flip bucks. for twenty five bucks, yeah. 
So, Maybe if I had more than one box, I would consider that. But I, I definitely yeah. want one just to keep as a permanent hold fixture. Yeah. See, yeah, I will be, uh, I will be acquiring more at the juicy price of seventy nine after the allocation period ends. So, okay. um, and I know that's a pretty firm price that I'll be able to acquire from. Uh, I'll, I do the. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Rudy from Alpha Investments, but I've been. Like a patron of his for quite some time, so I, he uh, sells the boxes pretty cheaply. So yeah, uh, well, say, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why, I, since I know that I can get them for that price, that's why I'm a little more more willing to be maybe like okay, worth, worth the flip. So. Maybe the quick flip. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of uh, War of the Spark and that, I'm just looking at auctions. This was I see an auction uh, out there. I guess this is actually just a buy it. I guess it's a buy it now. I can't really tell what it is. It's a let me look into it. It's okay. It's a buy it now. It's okay. the War of the Spark Mythic Edition uh for a price of one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Two available. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's not it doesn't say a thousand, it says a million? One million. Yep. It is not a thousand. I looked at that twice too. I'm like, wait, that's gotta be maybe a thousand. <laughs> nope, it's a million. Oh, that's too funny. That is what? too funny. I, I don't, don't know what this awesome. guy is expecting. It would be uh... so awesome if someone buys it and then cancels their order. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the guy that owns it? Be like, oh my god, a million dollars. This Mythic Tibby Edition, it really paid off. <laughs> God, that'd be so hilarious. People He's are got really two crazy. available, so he uh, he must have got his two limit. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of which, uh, I saw the, uh, the Hasbro and the, the eBay have gone to great pains to try to limit their, their damages and apologies to the maximum with the... Oh. Uh, Failure we, to uh, properly distribute and sell. exactly. We we mentioned this last week a little bit, and then there's more outrage in the news here this week because of on May first, if you were paying attention, uh, Wizards released the War of the Spark Mythic Edition, uh, which has the special rare planeswalkers in it, and um, it there was going to be a limited number. It was going to be sold on eBay, and it sold out. Automatically within Very a quick minutes. Minutes, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there was a big issue with that because uh, there was forty-two thousand units sold on eBay, but only twelve thousand that were actually available. Man, that is crazy. That is a crazy script. You know what? Yeah, that's that's a funny one because that one actually sounds like it would be on eBay. To, yeah. You know? You know what? And the funny thing is, I, I, I guess, you know, maybe there's some time arbitrage between the time when people click buy it now to the time they actually process payment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like for the sake of argument, like my PayPal is linked to my eBay and it's relatively quick, but sometimes sure. you might have to insert your password or you might have to do yeah. this or that or or type in your credit card number or however you're paying, you know? So yeah. it, there may actually have been like such a frenzied buying spree that by the time you got the item paid for, you might have been within the first 12,000 units, but then by the time you actually got paid, you were no longer in that first 12,000 push. And yeah. then you ended up getting the refund. And then, man, are, they, uh, are the fanboys pissed. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen lots of angry comments on this. Twitter was exploding. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Magic's only response to this is that we're going to contact the people who are confirmed purchasers and make sure that their orders were canceled and refunded. And uh, I think that was about it. Uh, as far yeah, as yeah. I know the very first time they actually sent out uh, some of the um, Planeswalker packs to the people that had purchased and then gotten refunded, but I don't think they're going to do that this time around. Yeah. I think they're just like, too bad, so sad, be faster next time, douches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they were, they, they uh, I'm not going to help you out on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is just, this is just ridiculous. I mean, they, this, this is what, the third time they've done this now? The third yeah. mythic release, I should say. And, yeah. Uh, the first one was a screw up. The second one was a different kind of screw up. They just totally oversold it. Yeah, overproduced it. Uh, overproduced it and just sold the hell out of it until it was worth worthless. Uh, and now with this one, they totally undersold it and botched all the orders up. So yeah. they could just not get this right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it seems like really tough for them to get right. Although I will say this does seem like more of an eBay problem than a Hasbro problem at, at this point. So. I would imagine it. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. It's probably eBay related since they're the actual transaction source there for the, the this, this product. Uh, so I'd probably yeah. put the blame on them. But still, yeah. Uh, yeah, still, it seems like you would think you know thir- third time's a charm of failure. You think people? Yeah, would, I mean, you know, geez, this is unacceptable. I mean, yeah, there's no reason that stuff should happen. I agree. I agree. I know. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Mythic Addiction box that we had purchased, the Ravnica Allegiance. It's slowly creeping up. Oh, so, excellent! Uh, it's up to uh, approximately three seventy-five on eBay now. So that's okay. actually uh, faster than I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. agree. A little bit uh, of a faster growth than I would have expected. So uh, can't really uh, can't really complain about that. Yeah, so. I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. So. I guess, um, yeah, so lots of outrage on Twitter about that. I mean, there's people who are angry that, well, you know, we're, we're, I, I, I guess I never actually saw this term listed out here or maybe in reference to magic, but uh, people were expressing uh, outrage at elements of the MTG community known as flippers. They purchase it and they sell it <laughs> higher value. You know, everyone's a flipper. You know, like nobody is buying Mythic Edition boxes for the purpose of playing with the cards. That's bullshit. Like, no one is doing that. Exactly. I I think there's a very small percentage of people who are saying, I'm going to get this and open it all up and let's play. Yeah, there's, I I would imagine, a very small subset. Everyone who's buying these boxes are flippers. So there's no one that's not buying this to sell. Yeah, probably 90% flippers, maybe 10% collectors. Uh, Yeah, exactly. There are some people that may collect it, like... You know, it's funny because uh, you know who I feel bad for, like of current when it comes to the collection aspect, is people that try to collect foil version is a very planeswalker. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the War of the Spark, they just got the the slam hammer dropped on them. Because <laughs> before, like what you'd have to collect, say like you know what two or three planeswalkers with every release. Now yeah. look at all the planeswalkers these boys have to collect just from oh, War of the yeah. Spark alone. Yep. Their job just got a lot harder. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
funny. I thought yeah. that was really humorous because there are people that do it. You know, they they're like they want every yeah, planeswalker, I, they want every planeswalker in uh, in foil. Foil, yeah. So I, I thought that was funny. I was just thinking about that. I was like, you know, that would be pretty rough. You know, and that's another thing. Like that's kind of an aspect of um, of magic that I feel is kind of a lost art. Like, do you remember like back in the day when you tried to collect every card in a set? Yeah. Like, you know, it was like, oh, I remember, like, I, you know, I did that for, you know, like, Revised and 4th Edition. And, like, when I collected and yeah. played the cards way back, it was, like, so cool to try to have a, a, yeah, like, a little of everything, you complete know? Complete collection. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know anyone that does that anymore. It's like, and I don't know if it's, like, the rise of the Internet that's a, that's made that feel less special or made that, like, something that's just less done. But it seems like almost everybody used to do a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think you're you you you're exactly right there. I mean, the internet now has taken away that whole collection aspect of it. You know, well, why bother collecting it? I can just buy a complete set for you know around three hundred dollars or so per yeah per set. So you know, yeah, there's no it's ease of access to it. Exactly, but I feel it's kind of sad, like because that That's was part sad. of the fun of it, of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I, I don't know. It's just to to me, it's sort of a, a sad thing to see go. I agree. I agree. We've kind of lost that collector aspect of it now. It's more rotating ah, in and out of the cards to. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the other thing too. There, we've got so many sets. I mean, what are you gonna do? Collect one of every, you know, get every set, collect the full set. God, it's impossible. The the release rate, yeah, the release rate is like way too frantic for that. It's, It's way tough to do that now. I mean, it's like, you know, I was reading earlier today. It's like, oh, um. Uh, tw- uh, Magic 2020 is coming out in June. Is the pre-release already? Uh, <laughs> June 15th. July. Okay, July. Okay, okay. You're right. Two months out. Two months out. And I was like, oh my god. It's like, July it, it just, yeah, we just had the uh, just had the uh, World of spark. spark pop. Yeah. And uh, I was like, holy cow. So I, I was reading the uh, I guess some of the changes in the the. Uh, the pre-release that you had sent me, and that's when I was like, "Wow, this is like only two months away." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had some news here about uh, the the next set, the core set 2020, uh, because we're never doing core sets again. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I guess when did they supposedly end core sets? Is that 2015? I believe it. Was. Uh, yeah, I think so. Either 2014 or 2015. They were like, "Core sets don't sell well. We're getting rid of them." <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So much for that. Yeah, we had M19 and now Corset 2020. So just as a fresher, you know, the Corsets usually have some some new cards and then some reprinted cards. Uh, and they, they want to focus more now back on some of these core cards. Um, so this is going to to, to be as part of, uh, on July 6th, this, the new set's going to drop. Uh, and there's going to be a couple of changes this time, a little bit different. So the start time now is going to be 3 p.m. local time. Instead of midnight. Instead of midnight. So if you want to stay up till midnight to, to get those fresh fresh packs, you, you could. Gosh. But now you can get started earlier, which seems, okay, sure. Uh, it reminds me of movies. You know, like it used to be, you know, a movie came out Friday night. 
That was the earliest you could see a movie. Now it's like mm, Thursday night. And in some cases, I've seen Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like they, they, they push it forward, and I, I think in an attempt to... Um, for example, with the movies specifically, they always want to have a big release weekend. Yep. So by making a, a release earlier than the weekend, it sort of um, it sort of boosts their numbers. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. I guess that kind of um, you know kind of makes sense for them, honestly. Yeah. 3 p.m. is way early. I, I don't think I could. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to leave work early or something to go play in a pre-release. But um, yeah, although I, I I wouldn't go to a midnight one either. So I can't. Yeah, the midnight's way too late for me to. Yeah, to just get started at that point is like, oh my. Midnight. Yeah, it's, it's too. It's too much. I mean, it's too. By the time you're done with that, my God, it'd be like 4 a.m. Absolutely. You, you know. I mean, so. These are really for once again the the hardcore players or the I don't know younger student players. I'm I'm thinking who's their, the audience for these times. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it must be the super hardcores. Yeah, because I think your casual players not probably interested in either of those times. Yeah, that, that's it's a bit it's a bit much. Yeah, uh, and then the second big. Uh, aspect of the uh, course at 2020 is for the first time it's going to include universal promo packs. So this is going to include a promo stamped, stamped Mythic Rare, a rare from the most recent MTG set, and a and one off a curated list, a promo stamped alternate art basic land, and a basic promo. And one in four promo packs will include a Japanese alternate art planeswalker. But that was kind of neat. It, it sounds like their their packs, their bo- the bonus stuff seems better than it's been. So yeah, I agree. Be, uh, they seem to be stepping that up, which is great. I think there's no reason for them to cheap out on this. Uh, you know, Magic cheap. The Wizards cheaps out on too much. They they don't need they really to. really don't allow cheaping. You know. Yeah. And I, one thing I really wish they would have brought back would be. Um, the uh, the Planeswalker rewards or whatever they used to call yeah. it. I, yeah, yeah, I, I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. I loved that. That was a great. That was great. It was I like mean, you... rewarded you for playing. You got more bonus based on how often you went to your locals to play Magic. It yeah. was an ideal kind of promotional product in my mind yeah. you got a free card in the mail and uh some are really good i mean there was i think day of judgment was one uh yeah. the alternate art uh you know some weren't as good but it was still you know something new it was something basically free you didn't have to you know sign up and go to some events for and then yeah they got rid of that <laughs> yeah you know that's a shame you know i really think like that was a cool way to reward the players and and it also the the amount of the reward was increased based on the amount of play that you had at your LGS, which was great because it got you out to the LGS a little bit more. I, it was it was what I consider almost an ideal way to promote the game. Very yeah. minimal overhead cost to them, no advertising cost to them. You know, printing cards for them is is shockingly cheap. So absolutely, there's no reason for them not to do it, and it's what the players want. So it's like give the players what they want. Give it to them in a way that rewards them for going out to their locals. It keeps the locals happy. It keeps the players happy. It costs yep. you very little. But yeah, almost you know, nothing. I don't know why they would not do such a thing. I don't know. You think about it now. I feel like today is 
is also the, the, the day and time of rewards. Like, you know, every, you know, store that you go to, any restaurant you go to has some sort of rewards card, rewards program, something Golly, you can sign up for and get, you know. I mean, I just even got on my phone today. It said, oh, you've got a reward for Panera, one free pastry. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, all I do, I'm going to, you know, buy Panera every now and then anyway. Give me a free cookie. And I did get a free cookie, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, it cost them zero and uh, pretty much zero. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a little something for me. Exactly. So. It gets you in the door and it gets you paying, paying $13 for your soup and sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and while you're at it, you're going to be like, you know, they're they're losing what a dollar and yeah, you know, and plus they probably have to move through their cookie inventory, otherwise it goes stale. So yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good for them too. Exactly. So yeah, totally. Just you know, throw in some rewards. People like that kind of stuff. It just uh, it costs them so little. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they're that. so reluctant to do such a thing, but uh, I, that's my take anyway. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, keep an eye out for Core 2020. More and more news on that as it, as it approaches. I hope we see a giant spider again. <laughs> you know, we, we we almost, it seems like the, that was one of the cards that was the most heavily reprinted, I think, of all time. Was the yeah, spider, yeah, the giant that? spider. Yep, yeah. yep. Came back in <laughs> countless uh, reprints. Oh, yeah. So giant spider, giant growth. Those are super common. The giant yep. growth would always... Uh, would always show up now and again, it seems to me. Um, what other cards did you see a ton of? Oh, gosh. I mean, Sarah Angel to some degree. Uh, yeah, they, they did quit on the Sarah Angel for a while. but um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Air seems, Elemental. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. A lot of Air Elementals. Yeah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, now they're so inferior. All of those. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Those used to be pretty bomb. You know, you you'd always love getting a Sarah Angel. You're like, "Whoa, Sarah Angel! This is so awesome." That's pretty good. Now you're like, "This overpriced. This is way too much mana cost for only a four four flyer." What were they yeah. thinking? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. The, the oh. power creep. Yeah. yeah, the power creep has, has just kept creep creep on. Absolutely. I think the only other news item. Um, that we were to discuss was a little bit of follow-up from last week's news concerning our our fellow cheaty face Yuya Watanami. 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 There we go. (laughs) Yeah, I saw they had released his, uh, I guess, the company, the team that he plays with, Games released some notes or or they had done an internal investigation as as to... um, his guilt or innocence, and uh, surprisingly, they they found him innocent, and what? Uh, they and they went on I'm to shocked. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> they, they went on to explain how he was so super innocent, and it was uh, there was no reason for him to cheat because he was already in the top eight. So why would he cheat? That was sort of their that was sort of their primary example of why he didn't cheat, and yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's kind of like we've talked about before. It's it's really like once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, yeah. you know, they have to explain like, oh, he he w- he knew he was going to be on camera soon, so it didn't make any sense for him to cheat, and he had already top aided, so there was no reason for him to cheat. It's like, well, 
people cheat on camera all the time. And, and you're just yeah. like, why would they do such a thing? It's because they can't help themselves. They freaking yeah. love to cheat. And, uh, they, they want to win. <laughs> yeah, they they want to win so bad they'll they'll do anything. So yeah, you know they're like he hasn't been caught before cheating, and that proves he's not a cheater. And <laughs> it's really a ridiculous uh, ridiculous statements that they had uh, put forth as their 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 reasoning. At least I thought it was ridiculous. That was yeah. my What do you think of it? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think. I mean, you know, when you think about it from the perspective of Psy Games, what what are they going to do? I mean, they 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 only have really two options: either they say yes, he was a cheater, and then what, drop him from their their team, and you know, publicly disown him, or say yes, we, he is totally innocent, and he can continue to play for us, and uh, you know, generate some potential profit and uh, publicity for us. So. You know, I think that maybe the better approach would have been to say nothing. You know, it's like probably. I, I, yeah. I think they almost buried themselves under the weight of their own ridiculous arguments. Yeah. You know, they they even released pictures of the sleeves, and they're super obvious cheating sleeves. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing too is, I I don't know if you read the sequence of events of how you know how it happened, like game whatever whatever, and it was yep. like he started just he switched this to those sleeves after he started losing. <laughs> So they were like, oh, he did it to change his luck. He he felt like that's what he needed to do to change his luck. It's like, no, no, no. He changed the sleeve to the cheating sleeve so he could win. <laughs> <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think side games pretty much, like you said, either they say nothing or they were, they're forced to, to uh, side with him. Because otherwise then they lose face too. So. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You so. know. But yeah, probably saying nothing would be better. <laughs> I think that probably would have been the better way for them to go. But maybe they felt they had to do something. I, I We've got to say something. We've got to defend you, you, yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, what are you going to do? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. These things happen, they'll happen again. Um you can yeah as long as there as long as the penalties are not super powerful and like enough to make people not cheat i think people will continue to cheat which is a shame but it's exactly. to be expected until they put the hammer down and just crush people under the weight of their own cheating so yeah yeah you know i think that's the way they've got to do it so exactly yeah well but, uh, we'll keep an eye out for other cheaty faces on the news and uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep. Uh, and I think I think you might have even had some picks for uh, for I have the a couple, audience. Yeah, time. I have a couple little picks here for this week. Uh, I did a, I did a quick uh, look through uh, War of the Spark and well, just for like Ravnica Allegiance. Um, I was looking at what cards would I like to own out of this. And then we've talked before about what our, our bets were prior to the, the actual release. So we'll we'll revisit those. And we talked about some other picks kind of pre, pre-release as well. Uh, but these are just some things now that caught my eye and I think are, are good pickups. I can definitely see these increasing. So the first one on the list is Spark Double. This is a blue spell uh you know it's a it's a clone basically for planeswalkers so you can clone a planeswalker and 
or another creature, and it gets more powerful. So specifically, the uh, spark double, it says, if it comes up, uh, here we go. So spark double, it lets you, you enter the battlefield as a copy of a creature or a planeswalker you control, except it enters with an additional plus one counter if it's a creature or additional loyalty county of a loyalty counter if it's a planeswalker. So it makes a copy of something. Of course, unfortunately, it is something you control, but that's still pretty good. Yeah, this is this is on my list of most desirable card as well because I thought it was better than because he even kept the plus one bonus too. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, because it works both ways, either a planeswalker or creatures. You're not screwed if you just have a planeswalker. You're not screwed if you just have a creature. You can still use it. And it's pretty reasonable for for four mana casting cost. And the price at the time is pretty reasonable, too. We're looking at about $1.80 or so um, for this card. Yeah, this is a good one. This is high on my list of things to to keep tabs on. So it's one of the ones that are jumping out to me. Yeah, I think this can easily go up. And then, you know, this is something that can be really used, you know, in any number of decks. Anything that features planeswalkers, almost anything that features creatures, too. Like Exactly. It's got some versatility in it. But definitely, the, and once again, this is something, I don't think we've seen any cards like this that specifically say, make a copy of a planeswalker. I don't remember having seen that either. And that's another reason why it's a little bit more interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this could be in the future you can still use this for you know, Planeswalkers, anything new that comes out. Absolutely. Another one on the list, one of our Planeswalkers of note uh, is Vivian, and her artifact is uh, a something of value as well. So on the list here, Vivian's Arcbow from War of the Spark. Uh, legendary Artifact. X and tap it. Discard a card. Look at the top X cards of your library. You may put a creature card with converted mana cost X or less from them onto the battlefield and put the rest on the bottom in a random order. And just a two casting cost. So basically another put a creature right onto the battlefield effect. Man, anything like that is always good. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty good. And it's repeatable, so just keep doing it if you want. Uh, You can get something big. You can get something small. Right into the battlefield. Very good. So, Excellent. I, What's I that one that going for right now? Do you know? Dollar fifty. Wow. Okay. Well, so cool. once again, also pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can see that definitely going up to at least two dollars. Uh, I think that's a fair cost for this. Maybe even a little bit more. That's pretty juicy. That's. that's I think it's pretty reasonable. Uh, speaking of planeswalkers as well. Uh, I also had uh, the new Ajani on the list, Ajani the Greathearted. That one I like too. I saw that as well. I think he's yeah. pretty good. He pretty is good. Uh, two colorless, one green, one white. Legendary Planeswalker. His static ability is creatures you control have vigilance. That's pretty, pretty, it's okay. Uh, his plus ability is plus one, you gain three life. Not bad. Yep. His minus ability, though, is where it's really great. Minus two, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each other planeswalker you control. Yeah. Really pretty good. good. Yeah, I thought that was really pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can do that right off the bat, and he's pumping up your whole team and any other planeswalkers. 
Yeah, pretty good. That I thought was nice just because you could be like, boop, boop. You could get to, you could use that to sort of get to your, uh, I guess, your your ultimate Planeswalker ability in a surprising fashion. So if you have a Planeswalker out there and someone's trying to pay attention, like, oh, you know, I've got another turn in between him and him popping his ultimate ability, then all of a sudden you, you put the Ajani out, pop up the ultimate Planeswalker ability on your other Planeswalker and go off. Yeah, you know, I, I might not see was, it coming. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. I, I like that. So I thought yeah, that I was pretty, really pretty cool. Yeah, and very reasonable price—a dollar forty-four or so for for Johnny right now. Mm, that's great. So I think he's very fair for that for what his abilities are. Yeah, that's really good. The uh, the last one I had, I I don't know how you, I missed this one before, but uh, I just caught it the other day, and I thought this is really sort of interesting. I think it could have a lot of use, um, and something sort of unique as well. This is the Soul Diviner uh, for more of the spark. He is a zombie wizard. He's one blue, one black. He's a two three creature. He's a rare. Uh, tap him. Remove a counter from an artifact creature, land, or planeswalker, you control, draw a card. Wow, that's doing a lot of things. So, yeah, a lot of different sources that you could remove something from to draw a card. Wow. Okay. I, I kind of like the versatility of him. Uh, he can really pull from a lot of different things, and it gets you a card. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, oh, I can... You know, even looking at this now and thinking just off the top of my head, oh, maybe I'll just remove a minus, 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 minus counter and then draw a card. Because it yeah, just says great. a counter. It doesn't say what kind of counter. Oh, that's really good. So you could definitely do some trickiness with, with some, that. Some counter manipulation. Absolutely. Maybe there's things where you want the counters off. You know, who knows? Uh it seems and, and it for, seems like something that would have a slow burn. It would go up over time and, and surprising and you know, like once it gets a card printed for it would just do awesome. Exactly. I, I could definitely <laughs> see him he's going he's really cheap now. Fifteen cents, so you can't go wrong with this this guy. No, you can't go wrong at all with that. You're no. absolutely yeah, you're absolutely right on that. I could see him easily going to a dollar. Uh, I mean Yeah. I think maybe even a little bit more if 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 uh uh, if time is kind to him. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's just a matter of time. I think he'd probably get there almost no matter what. It's just a matter of waiting and see for the right thing to appear. Yeah, yeah. Any type of counter, remove it and draw a card. Yeah. Everyone loves to draw a card. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of my favorite things to do in yeah. all of magic. I, I love card draw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And a 2-3 for 2 is not terrible either. And a zombie. So, yeah. you know, if you really want him in some other capacity, you, you could look at it that way. Absolutely. Very so, yeah, good. The, so definitely yeah, uh, pick up the Spark Double, Vivian's Arcbow, Johnny the Greathearted, and the Soul Diviner. Yeah. All Excellent. four of the Spark. Very good. I'm going to give some more of my picks next week. I'm, I haven't done as much research as I need to to give the full-on recommendations, but... I will say that the uh, Spark Double was high on my list of things that I personally wanted. I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, so, really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so. I think prices are still in, in flux at the moment, or, or flux channeler as, as it will, but... Uh, 
That's right. That's right. But I'm sure in the next couple of weeks things will start shaking out and we'll definitely keep you posted. Keep you updated as always. Yes. Yep. Very good. Very good. I don't know if you had anything else, but I think that about wraps I think that up does for, it. Yeah, yeah. Episode. I think we, we got it all. Yeah. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. And as always, may your picks be profitable. Have a great one. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye.